Praise God. Well, time is getting on. Amen. It's a little bit after 12. <coughs> John chapter 4 this morning. My message this morning may not be the typical, the typical first message, amen, that of the year. Hallelujah. I try to get away. I try to put this on hold to do it later. Amen. And uh, just, you know, try to preach a, a gung-ho, ranting and raving first message for the year 2020. But God wouldn't let me get away from it. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to obey God this morning. Hallelujah. I'm going to obey God this morning. Praise God. There's a, there's a lesson in learning, amen, as a minister to, to just try to follow God. <laughs> we can get out in our own will. We can get in our own way. And we can mess up so many times. But if we'll just try to follow God, amen, we'll be better off in the long run. So I'm just going to try to follow God this morning. And hopefully, we'll be better off in the long run. John chapter 4. Verse 3 through 7. And he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh the woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. I want to talk to you this morning simply from this title. Wearied. Wearied. Won't you say it with me? Wearied. With his journey. Wearied. I know I preached, probably preached from these, when I was reading these scriptures, I said, well, I preached, amen, about everything from verse 7 down, amen, in this chapter not that long ago. And what I'm going to preach about today did not catch my attention, amen, back then. But it did as I read it again, amen, and I want to talk about him being wearied with his journey. God bless you. You can be seated. Amen this morning. Praise God. Wearied with his journey. <coughs> Reading this recently, it struck me, amen, that the, that the scriptures did not say, amen, that Jesus was tired from his journey. Amen. The scripture says that he was wearied with his journey. He was not just tired. Amen. He was a step beyond being tired. We've all been tired. Amen. Most of us get tired. Amen. As we work our jobs every day. Amen. If you've got a physical job, even if you don't have a physical job, if you've got a mental job. Amen. Hallelujah. By the, by the end of, amen, 6, 8, 10, 12 hours. Hallelujah. You're, 
Amen. Even if you're not physically, amen, exerting yourself, you're mentally exerting yourself. You're tired at the end of the day. We all know what being tired is all about. Praise God. Hallelujah. But, amen, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was tired. It said he was wearied. Amen. The word wearied means fatigued. Amen. He was fatigued. He was worn out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He was simply put, amen, he was worn out from his journey. Hallelujah. Amen. From Judea, amen, to Sychar. Amen. When I looked it up, began to research it just a little bit. From Judea to Sychar is close to 90 miles. I believe that they say precisely 88 and a half miles. Amen. It was from Judea to Sychar, the place that he left. Amen. To the destination that he wanted to reach, 88 and a half miles. Hallelujah. They say in those days, amen, it would have took, taken, amen, four to five day, a four or five day trip, amen, walking, amen, that, uh, that 88 and a half miles. It would have took a man, amen, between four or five days to walk that, that far. A five-day trip would have meant 18 miles a day. A four-day trip would have been somewhere around 22 miles a day. Hallelujah. Amen. 18 miles a day. Amen. 22 miles a day. Amen. Whether it took him four or five days, it really doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I sure am grateful that I don't have to walk 18 miles a day. Amen. Or 22 miles a day. Hallelujah. I Probably most of our doctors, and my doctor sitting back there. Hallelujah. Amen. Most of our doctors would be happy. Amen. If we simply walk one mile a day. Am I right, brother? <laughs> Amen. If we could, if we just walk one mile a day, if we just exert ourselves and exercise and walk a mile a day, Amen. Most of us would make our doctors happy. Hallelujah. Amen. But eighteen miles a day, twenty-two miles a day. Hallelujah. Amen. He had a right to be weary. Jesus had a right to be weary. Hallelujah. Amen. So what did he do? Amen. What did Jesus do? Hallelujah. As he came into Sychar there, as he came into the city there, what did he do? Amen. He saw a well. Praise God. The Bible says, amen, that he, amen, sat down on that well. He didn't just sit down anywhere. Amen. He sat down on a well. Hallelujah. I believe, amen, that sometimes when we're reading the Word of God, we need to understand that things don't happen just by chance. Amen. And things happen according to the precision, amen, making will of God. Amen. And when he walked in the town and he sat down on that well, he saw the well, he sat down on the well. Amen. It is because that was precisely, amen, where he needed to sit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And there on that well, amen, that well where he sat on became his pulpit. Praise God. That well that he sat on became Amen. Not just a pulpit for the lady, amen, that came and met him that day, but it became a pulpit, amen, throughout the ages, a message, amen, that needs to be, amen, preached in every generation of time, in every age of time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Too tired, amen, to draw his own water. Amen. He rested there upon the well. Praise God. Amen. Trying to regain his strength to draw the water himself. Hallelujah. But in the meantime, amen, somebody else came to the well. Hallelujah. It just happened to be a woman. It just happened to be a woman that had a need. 
Hallelujah. It wasn't a man that showed up. It was a woman that showed up. A woman that had need in her life. Hallelujah. Amen. And then she came to that well to draw her water. Jesus was sitting there. Hallelujah. And I'm sure that if Jesus had not been so weary. I'm sure that if Jesus had not been so fatigued and so worn out physically. I'm sure that he would have, amen, drawn the water for her. I'm sure of that. I thank Jesus, the God that I serve, is a gentleman. And I don't think he would have expected the lady to draw the water for him had he not been so tired, so worn out, so fatigued that he couldn't do it himself. He was resting from his journey. But the woman came. Hallelujah. And I'm sure that Jesus would have, Amen. Drawn the water for her. But in his weariness, he asked her to give him a drink of water. Amen. Now, so unusual was that. So unusual was that. That, amen, when the disciples of Jesus, amen, returned and, amen, they witnessed what was taking place there at that well. Hallelujah. The Bible says, amen, that they marveled. Amen. They were shocked. Hallelujah. That Jesus would ask a woman for a drink of water. They they, they were shocked that he would even, amen, talk to her while he was sitting there on that well. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me, let me just stop here and say this. Hallelujah. Amen. If Jesus could get physically weary on his journey, hallelujah. I'm telling you, amen, this morning, you and I, amen, can get weary upon our journey. Amen. Jesus became weary with his journey. Hallelujah. So can we. So can I. So can you. So can we. Hallelujah. Both naturally, amen, and spiritually. Hallelujah. Naturally, we can get weary. Naturally, amen, we can get worn out. Praise God. Naturally, we can look for a place to sit down and rest. And hope that somebody would come by and give us a drink of water naturally. Hallelujah. Amen. But what concerns me this morning, hallelujah, not only can we get weary naturally, but also we can become weary spiritually. Hallelujah. Now, it's normal. It's normal, amen, to become weary. Amen. Physically tired and weary. Hallelujah. Amen. When we exert ourselves for long periods of time. Hallelujah. Amen. But what we need to be concerned about this morning is spiritually, amen, becoming weary. Hallelujah. Jesus was more naturally or physically weary than he was spiritually. Amen. Sometimes we can become so physically weary trying to do the spiritual work of God. We can even become physically weary trying to do the spiritual work for God. Hallelujah. Jesus was physically weary, but he wasn't, he was physically weary. He wasn't spiritually, spiritually weary. I'm getting tongue tied here. Hallelujah. Amen. And so what do we need to do? Hallelujah. What, what do we need to do? Amen. Hallelujah. When we find ourselves tired and weary, we need to, amen, find a place to sit down and rest, right? Hallelujah. But what do we do? Amen. When we find ourselves becoming spiritually weary. Hallelujah. Amen. I tell you what we need to do. We need to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. If we get spiritually weary, we need to sit down and rest. Hallelujah. 
But while we are resting, if the occasion to witness to someone comes along while we are resting, we should never rest from sharing Christ with those who happen to come by while we are resting. Now, hopefully this will make a little more sense to you in a little bit. Hallelujah. So spiritually, you're resting. Amen. You're sitting there on the well. Amen. Just like Jesus was. But he saw a lady with a need. And he found out he was not so, he was physically weary, but not so spiritually weary that he could not talk to her about her situation. Things have changed a bit over the years. And I'm saying that because I don't think I've ever even had a conversation with anybody sitting on a well. <laughs> I don't think I ever have. I know wells are wells in the old days were times where people went and sought refreshment. They they you know wells were dug, amen, sometimes or a lot of times or where there were trees, amen, so that not only could you get a drink of water, you could have shade from the trees so that Amen. You could get a drink to re, re, restore yourself, and you could sit under the shade a little while, or sit on the well like Jesus did. Amen. In the shade and kind of restore yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. But looking back, Amen. As I thought about these things, Amen. Looking back over my history, I don't think I ever even had a conversation with somebody sitting on a well. Hallelujah. Amen. Me and Mama sitting over. Where's she at? Mama with her pretty little gray hat on. Hallelujah. Me and Mama ain't as young as we used to be. Me and Mama ain't as young as we used to be. If a 33-year-old man could get tired and weary and have to sit down on a well, amen, a 60-something-year-old man can get tired and weary too, right? Me and Mama ain't as young as we used to be. As a young man, I kind of had a motto that I lived by. Hallelujah. If you were working for me, I had a crew of my own. I had a company of my own. <clears throat> After I, I worked for my brother-in-law for a number of years and was a superintendent for him, amen, for a number of years, and then I went out on my own. I think I was probably around 28 or 29 years old when I went out, amen, on my own, amen, started, in, you know, doing construction work on my own, amen. But as a young man, I kind of had a motto that I live by. If you were working for me, Amen. Hallelujah. You were working on the job with me. Amen. I would not let you outwork me. You, I, I promise. If you'd have known me back then, amen, I made up my mind. Nobody on my job is going to outwork me. Nobody on my job is going to work harder than I do. Nobody on my job is going to work longer hours than I do. If somebody's on the job working, I'm going to be there. Hallelujah. Most of the time, amen, in my younger years, hallelujah, in my 20s and 30s and even 40s, most of the time I was pulling my load, amen, and then turning around helping somebody else pull their load. Amen, it's just a motto that I live by. Nobody was going to outwork me, hallelujah. Amen, I never was scared of hard work, hallelujah. Amen, never was scared of, uh, of working hard. Amen, I learned early to work and to work hard, hallelujah. Amen. One man told me one day, hallelujah, on the job, he said, I'm not scared of hard work. I guess he saw how hard I was working. 
Amen. And trying to get him to come on. Let's get the job done. Amen. We can't make no money unless we get the job done. We don't get paid on Friday unless, amen, we get the job done. We got to work. Amen. We can't sit in the shade all day. We got to work. He looked at me and said, I'm not scared of hard work. I can lay down and sleep beside it all day long. That was his motto. He didn't, he didn't work with me very long. In fact, I think that was probably his last, amen, week working with me. I had to let him go. Hallelujah. Ain't no, wasn't no place on my crew for a deadbeat. Praise God. Somebody laying down, amen, and sleeping while everybody else is working. Praise God. So, amen, there was a, amen, a motto that I lived by. Praise God. And I was never scared of hard work. I'm 62 years old now, amen, and simply can't get after it as well as I did back then. Today I have to pace myself. That may have been the reason that God spoke to my heart in prayer a few weeks ago. Pace yourself. I don't know. Amen. It may have something to do with my age. I don't know. Hallelujah. Amen. But today I do realize I have to pace myself. Me and my wife, amen, we kind of know we're not 25 years old anymore. Hallelujah. She helps me. Do yard work when she can. And I help her do housework when I can. And I'm sure she wished that was more times <laughs> than I actually do help her. But I do try to help her at times with housework. And she tries to help me out in the yard and working in the yard and getting the flowers and, you know, and the mulch and the, everything we have to do. And out in the yard, we try to help each other, praise God, because neither one of us are. 25 years old, uh, amen, anymore, but, you know, after several hours of working in the yard uh, or, or in the house, it doesn't matter, amen, we just kind of plop down in our recliners and look at each other, <laughs> amen, we, we got this certain look as we just plop down in that chair and just look at each other and we're saying to each other, hey, we're not as young as we used to be, I can see it in her eyes and she can see it in my eyes, I'm sure, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You know, you spend an hour vacuuming. You spend an hour mopping floors. <laughs> Amen. You, you, you know, you, you dust, you clean. Hallelujah. House or you go out in the yard, you spend three or four or five hours out in the hot sun. Amen. Doing yard work and you're 60 something years old, man. It kind of takes energy out of you. Hallelujah. Amen. You can become physically worn out. Hallelujah. Amen. You can become weary in whatever it is that you are doing. Hallelujah. And the older you get, the sooner you'll become weary. Hallelujah. Amen. But to beat the band, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We flop down. I'll flop down in my recliner. She'll flop down on the couch. We'll let our little things out so we can throw our feet up. Amen. And to beat the band, about every time we sit down, somebody calls needing advice. Hallelujah. Amen. My wife, bless her heart, she can be worn out to a frazzle. She'll be worn out, and I can see it in her eyes, and I can tell by the way she's walking. She can, she'll be worn out to a frazzle, but she never hesitates to spend as much time talking to somebody on the phone as they need her to. Amen. She will spend hours talking to people, counseling with people, advising people, encouraging people, helping anybody, amen, that needs it. Praise God. Hallelujah. She'll do it. Praise God. She'll do it. And, and so today I'm standing here, and I've got two examples 
Amen. Hallelujah. I've got, I've got Jesus as an example. Amen. He got weary. Amen. But he wasn't so weary that he couldn't talk. He couldn't use his voice. Amen. To encourage a young woman. Amen. That came to the well. Amen. That he couldn't talk to her about her needs. Hallelujah. I watched my wife. Amen. Many, many, many times be so weary to sit down. Amen. Hallelujah. And to get a phone call and spend hours of time. Amen, on the phone encouraging somebody. So, amen, she's tired, she's weary physically, but she's not too tired, amen, to talk. Hallelujah. I got Jesus as an example. I got my wife as an example. Now, I'm going to confess something to you here. Amen, I want to be totally honest here. Sometimes, amen, when I get that weary, I just want to cut my phone off. And I'll tell her, I said, honey, I won't cut my phone off. She'll say, you don't need to cut that phone off. Somebody might need us. <laughs> and she's right. And I'm wrong. I said, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Just let me cut it off. She said, somebody might need us. You know we're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, don't you? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We may get a phone call in the middle of the night. You got to keep that phone close to the bed. Yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. Amen. My wife is a go-getter. I promise you that. She's an inspiration to me. When she gets tired and weary, she just keeps on going. Hallelujah. We may get weary on our journey physically. Amen. But we need to be ready to talk and communicate truth at all times. We don't ever need to get so weary, amen, that if somebody comes and they need counseling and they need encouragement, hallelujah, that we cannot encourage them. First Peter chapter 3 verse 15 says this, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready, what's that next word? Always. Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and in fear. Hallelujah. Amen. Peter put it this way. Hallelujah. If a man's got a question, hallelujah, we need to try to answer that question. If a man needs, amen, some counseling or advice or encouragement, amen, we need to be able, amen, to share it with them and try to help them in any way that we can. Praise God. When I first went to work at the Portadale Mill, I was surprised at how many people that worked there also, amen, lived in Portadale and never drove to work. They walked to work. There were people that lived in, in the city limits of Portadale, amen, that for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years had worked at the Portadale Mill. Amen, some of them had never even bought a car and drove to work. Amen, a lot of them walked to work. Hallelujah. Amen. They had done it for many years. They walked to work. Their kids walked to school. Amen. They lived inside the city limits. Praise God. Amen. But anybody living inside the city limits of Portadale, amen, could walk to work or walk to school in 15 minutes, even if you lived in the outskirts or the outer part of the city limits. Portadale may be a half a mile wide. It may be a mile and a quarter 
maybe a little more than that from one city limit sign to the other city limit sign. So, amen, and the mill and the school, amen, and the post office and everything that's important to Portadale's right there, amen, was always right there in the center of it. So, amen, 15 minutes from any direction you could be, amen, at, at the school or at work, hallelujah. So the reason I'm saying that is most of us, amen, have never had to walk 20 miles a day. Amen. And to walk 20 miles a day for an entire week. No wonder Jesus was weary in his journey. Hallelujah. We found out, but we've all found out there's more than one way to become weary on our journey. There's two separate New Testament scriptures that tell us the same thing. Amen, or practically, maybe worded just a little bit. We're going to look at it. Galatians 6 and verse 9 says this. And let us not, somebody say not, be weary in well-doing. <laughs> Didn't say we couldn't get weary physically. Amen, but when we get weary physically and we can still communicate Christ to those that need him, amen, we are doing well. Hallelujah. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. I believe he's talking about spiritually, amen, becoming so weary, amen, that we just can no longer go on. Hallelujah. Amen. We cannot allow ourselves to become spiritually weary, amen, to where we cannot press on, amen, and go to the prayer room and go to pray, and amen, and go to church and be faithful to the house of God. Amen. We cannot become so weary, so spiritually weary, amen, that we just simply Sit down on the well. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. All right. First says alone, second Thessalonians 3 and verse 13 says, Amen. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Well-doing. Amen. It's mentioned again. Well-doing. Praise God. Well. We've got a gospel to preach. We've got a gospel to share. We've got a testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. That, amen. Every one of us should have a personal testimony. Amen. Of our relationship with God. And we ought to be ready and we need to be ready to share that at any time. Right? Hallelujah. We may get tired and weary in a physical sense, but we simply cannot allow ourselves to get weary in a spiritual sense. Amen. We've got to take every opportunity that presents itself, amen, to try to help somebody see their need, amen, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Every opportunity. Amen. We cannot, we cannot allow opportunities. Even when we get weary spiritually in doing the work of God, we cannot become so weary. Amen. Hallelujah. That we just simply... Amen. Let opportunities present themselves to us and then pass us by. Hallelujah. We not share, amen, the truth. We not share our testimony. We not, amen, share what we know about God with people who need to hear, amen, about God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to take every opportunity that presents itself. Hallelujah. Try to let somebody know they need Jesus. We shall reap a harvest if we don't quit. Amen. We can reap a harvest if we simply don't quit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We need to get a, a no-quit attitude in us. 
Amen. Every one of us needs to develop. Amen. Hey, hallelujah. I may be physically tired, but I'm going to church. I may be spiritually weary. Amen. But I'm going to the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We, 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 we will reap a harvest if we simply don't quit. Amen. Some of us have been serving God for a long time. Hey, some people in this church have been serving God 40 and 50 and uh, 60 years probably. Hallelujah. Amen. But even in our advanced ages, hallelujah, amen, we simply cannot allow ourselves to quit. Hallelujah. We're getting in our senior years. <laughs> I ain't there yet. That's in the next year or two or three, right? You got to be 65, right? 62 all oh, hush. <laughs> no, I ain't there yet. I'm 60. Yeah, I'm there. I thought it was 65. Then they moved the age up to 67, right? And then they're thinking we're going to move it up to 70. Hallelujah. Before we can retire. But I ain't thinking about retiring anyway. Hallelujah. Some of us know full well that we can't go. And we can't do all that we used to do. Folks sitting in this church right now know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, amen, along with me, amen, that we can't go and we can't do the way that we used to do. Praise God. Physically. Hallelujah. But even in that, we can't quit. Praise God. Spiritually, amen, we can't sit on the well and stop praying. Amen. Spiritually, we can't sit on the well and stop fasting. Amen. And stop witnessing. Jesus could have sat there on that well. Amen. Only concerned about himself and his own weariness. Amen. With his journey. Amen. He could have let that woman come and draw her water. Amen. He could have asked for a drink of water. And then he could have let her go on her journey. But no, no, no. Hallelujah. He had something he needed to say to her. Amen, and I'm sure that she was very grateful and very thankful, amen, that even though he was weary, he took time to tell her, amen, about Christ, hallelujah, about himself and about the water that he was there to offer her. Hallelujah. You may feel that you're too old to teach Sunday school. You may feel like you're too old to sing in the choir. Or you may be sitting here this morning thinking, well, I'm too old to contribute to the upkeep of the church, the physical upkeep of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you feel that way this morning, amen, I just want to ask you a question. You can still speak words, can't you? <laughs> amen. If you got a voice, can you still speak words? You may feel too old to teach Sunday school, too old to sing the choir, too old to come to work days and physically exert yourself, amen, around the house of God, hallelujah, but amen, at your, at your age, hallelujah, amen, the most important thing is, amen, no longer you being physically, amen, hallelujah, exerting yourself, but spiritually, amen, speaking the word of God to a younger generation, amen, that needs the wisdom of our elders and the wisdom, amen, of those that have blazed the trail before us, hallelujah, amen, if you can speak words, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Amen. Take every opportunity that you can, amen, to speak words of wisdom to a younger generation that needs those words spoken to them today. I'm telling you, I try to get away from this. God said, no, that's where you're going to start. Hallelujah. So I'm starting where God said start. 
We can speak words of wisdom, words of encouragement, words of counsel, advice. Amen. Speak the word of God. Amen. So that life, light, amen, can come to some young person's darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, hallelujah, we don't know what young people are dealing with and wrestling with and fighting with. Amen. And all it would take is a word of wisdom, amen, from an elder. Hallelujah. Amen. An elder child of God, an elder saint of God. Hallelujah. Seeing the struggle in that young person's life to speak to that need. Amen. To give that young person the boost and the energy and the strength. Amen. To pull themselves up out of that darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. The words, the most important thing that anybody can give. Hallelujah. Amen. And words are important today. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3 says this. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him and do it the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3 is the one I want you to hear. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be or we be wearied and faint in our minds. Hallelujah. Whenever we start getting tired spiritually, we need to consider all that he went through. These scriptures tell me that I need to be patient because the race that I'm in may be a long race. It's been a race that's lasted over 40 years now since I started serving God. Hallelujah. How long are you going to live, Brother Mariel? I don't have no idea. You don't have any idea either. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want to live my life as long as I can doing the work of God. Hallelujah. So I've got, I need to be patient because the race that I'm in <clears throat> may be a long race. Hallelujah. We need to keep the joy of the Lord in our hearts. Amen. Even as we endure, amen, the cross that we have to bear. Amen. We've all got a cross to bear. We've all got a burden to bear. We got a cross to bear. We got a job to do. Amen. For Jesus, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, for us to be able, amen, to continue to do that job, amen, through the prime of our life, into our senior years, amen, and all the way, amen, to the grave. Hallelujah. Amen. We've got to keep, amen, the joy of the Lord in our hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We cannot lose that joy the joy of the Lord is our strength hallelujah amen it strengthens young people it strengthens middle aged people amen it will strengthen seniors hallelujah that sit in our congregation the joy and I want you to focus on that hallelujah Amen. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. So somehow we got to keep the joy of the Lord in our hearts even as we endure the cross that we have to bear. We need to always remind ourselves of just what he endured to save us. And as we are, amen, reminding ourselves of what he endured, all of the pain and all of the suffering, 
all of the stripes, amen, all of the, amen, uh, all of the nails in his hands and his feet, the crown of thorns on his head, all that he suffered for us, the beating, amen, that he took on his back, hallelujah, the blood, amen, literally ran out of his body, hallelujah, he did all of that to complete his work, but he did it for the joy that was set before him, hallelujah, he did it for us. He did it because he wanted to save me, and he did it because he wanted to save you. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, folks. Amen. If you got kids that need to be saved, grandkids that need to be saved, nieces and nephews, hallelujah, family members that need to be saved, hallelujah. I'm telling you, amen. They need you to open your mouth, hallelujah, and tell them about God. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to always remind ourselves of what he endured. And that alone will help us from becoming so weary and so faint in our hearts. Amen. That we cannot share the truth with somebody. Praise God. We will get physically weary without a doubt. If you're here today and you're in your 20s and you're in your 30s and, amen, you've never had any pain in your body. Hallelujah. Thank God for where you're at. Now, I don't want to discourage anybody about growing old. Sometimes you just have to learn how to live with pain when you get a certain age. There's things that's going to creak that never creak and pop that never pop and hurt that never hurt. <laughs> Am I telling the truth, folks? I tell them I'm telling the truth. Say, he's telling you the truth. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and when you get a certain age, you have to learn how to live with pain. We will get weary physically, without a doubt. Can we afford to get weary spiritually? Not if we want to reap a harvest. Not if we want to reap a harvest. We cannot allow ourselves to get weary spiritually to where we cannot share the truth with somebody. Jesus came into this world to go to the cross to save us from sin. He did not allow anything to stop him from finishing what he started. Hallelujah. Amen. With that same mindset, me, me and you, you and I, hallelujah, amen, can set a goal of finishing the race. That some of us have already been running for a long time already. Amen. But hey, I may have been in the race for 40 years, but I still intend to finish the race. I still intend, amen, on God finishing in me and through me what he started in me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of us are, you know, we're, some of us have been in here a long time. Some of you are just getting started. And we thank God that you're getting started. Because somebody's got to take the baton. Amen. One day, somebody's got to take the baton. Hallelujah. Amen. From the elders. Hallelujah. Some young people have got to, amen, make up their mind early on in life. Hey, amen, I'm going to run this race no matter how long it is. I'm going to finish my race no, how, no, no, no matter how long it is. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to let God finish the work that he started in me. Somebody's going to take the baton one day, a young person. Amen. Who do we want to pass that baton to? Just anybody? No. No, we don't want to pass that baton to just anybody. Amen. We want to pass that baton to some young person. Amen. Some young man, some young woman. Amen. Who has made up their mind. Hallelujah. Amen. That, that they ain't ever going to quit. Amen. They've ruled out backsliding. They've ruled out quitting. Amen. They know they're going to get tired. But hey, my tiredness and my weariness. Amen. It's not going to stop me from sharing the gospel. 
even in my old age. He endured the cross. Amen. So that we can endure our cross. Hallelujah. Now, in just a minute, we're going to do something, and I hope everybody that is here will participate. Hallelujah. And really, the Lord didn't lay this on my heart until the service got started. Hallelujah. And I've had to shorten some things, amen, that I wanted to say so that I can get into the service what he wants me to do this morning. He spoke to my heart sitting right over there. Amen, of what to do here in just a moment, praise God. Brother Billy Wayne gave me a list of sayings. Amen. Front and back, different sayings, good sayings. Hallelujah. So I want Billy Wayne to know, I read what you give me, brother. Keep, keep that stuff coming. <laughs> Appreciate you sharing with him. He, he gave us an, an old, old flyer that we had, amen, for many years ago that, that I had already forgotten about and brought back a lot of good memories to me and my wife, praise God. But Brother Wayne gave me a list of sayings, and one of them was, when a Christian starts resting, they start rusting. Hallelujah. And you know what? If we, if we just totally throw in the towel and sit on the well long enough and just, you know, Confess our weariness and our tiredness. Just keep sitting there on that well. The thing about sitting in a lounge chair or sitting in a recliner, it's a whole lot harder to get out of that recliner than it is to get in that recliner. I mean, it's like a spirit takes over when you sit down that recliner, prop your feet up, and you say, I want to spend the whole day here. <laughs> Yeah, I want to spend the whole day here. Praise God. I apologize to the visitors that are here. I, 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 I try not to be this way, but every once in a while I get this way anyway. So I ain't got nothing to apologize for. Hallelujah. I sit down in that recliner and I lay my head back and I close my eyes. And it's quiet. Quiet. I don't want to get out of that lounge chair. I don't want to get out of that recliner. Hallelujah. Old spirit of laziness gets on me. Amen. But knowing all the things that I have to do and knowing all the things that, amen, that I need to do, hallelujah, I crawl myself out of that recliner and get busy again. Hallelujah. Because there ain't no let up, amen, in this thing living for God. There ain't no let up. There ain't no quit. There ain't no stopping point. Hallelujah. We may get tired and weary and God gives us opportunities to rest our physically worn bodies. We may get tired spiritually, amen, doing the work of God, amen, but we can't get so tired spiritually. We can't allow ourselves to get so weary spiritually that we just, amen, quit contributing anything, amen, to the kingdom of God and to this goal that we have of winning souls, praise God, in 2020, praise God. Here's what I want to do. I want all of the people in the house, and if you're here and you need a chair to sit in, we'll get you a chair. If you're physically able, amen, if you're 65 years old and older, and you're in this house this morning, and you are a child of God, and you've been living for God, if you would, please, amen, help me out here. If you would, get up out of your seat. 
and come up to the front of the church and just line up. Now, now I'm not going to embarrass you. I promise. I'm not going to. I'm not going to embarrass none of our elders. I'm not going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, try to embarrass anybody in any way whatsoever. But if you, Brother Barfield, you need a chair. Brother, uh, you know, any any of you elders need a chair. Some of y'all young men get right over here and get some of these chairs. Some of these some of these elderly people, 65 years and older. Amen. Hallelujah. What I want y'all to do, amen, you're doing good. Women over here, it can be couples can stand together in this. It doesn't matter. Husbands and wives can stand together. I want y'all to get, come on up this way, line up across the front of the church here. <clears throat> amen. And not, I, I don't want you looking at me. I don't want y'all looking at me. <clears throat> I want y'all looking out at this congregation. All right. Anybody need a chair? Just raise your hand. We'll bring you a chair. Any, 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 all right, Sister Barfield needs a chair. Brother Barfield, why don't you, you you're, you're welcome to come set a chair. Anybody, anybody else? Hallelujah. Amen. We get all these chairs down here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sister, brother, y'all have a seat. Larry, have a seat. We'll get another chair down here. Praise God. Get, get all them chairs. Praise God. Bring them down. Hallelujah. We need, well, I don't know. Uh, here's some chairs up here, guys. Hallelujah. Now, I'm taking my time here and uh, try to get these, these, these elders in, in position here. All right. Any of you ladies need a chair? Here's a couple of chairs. Here's, here's a couple, two or three more chairs coming. Hallelujah. Now, to, to, to everybody sitting out there, amen, uh, all of us that are under 65 years old, these are elders in our life. These are elders, praise God, that have blazed a trail for us. They have, many of them have gone out before us. They've served God for years before we ever came on the scene. Amen. They've preached the word of God like Brother Barfield has. Before I ever came on the scene, he was preaching the word of God. And, amen. You know, and, and, and winning souls and stuff like that. And others over here and others over here. Amen. Have all been working for God for years. The Bible says give honor what honor is due. Praise God. Hallelujah. First thing I want us to do, amen, I want <clears throat> all of us that are sitting out there as younger uh, middle-aged people or even younger teenagers or young, young, I want you to get on your feet and I want you to give these elders a great big hand clap of appreciation. Praise God. Amen. And I want you to say <clears throat> amen with this hand clap. Thank you for blazing the trail and giving me an opportunity to know God. Thank you, amen, for going out before me and preparing a path for me that where you have been, I can walk also. Hallelujah. Amen. But Hallelujah. Here, here, here's, what, here's how we're going to finish. Here's how we're going to finish this up. I wanted to start the new year out off right. I had one thing in mind. God had another thing in mind. Amen. He said, start the year off right, showing honor to the elders of the church. Because that church would not be there without the elders. So starting on this side over here, everybody that will. Amen. Everybody just get in a line. here. Not, not quite yet. Amen. I want you to walk by these elders. And I want you to look them in the eye. And I want you to thank them. If anybody here has ever given you a word of encouragement. If anybody here has ever given you a word of counsel. If anybody here has ever inspired you in one way or another. I want you to thank them for that today. 
these people, amen, hallelujah, and I'm going to join that rank in just a little while. Ain't going to be that much longer. I'll be in the 65 and above group. Hallelujah. We need to thank these people, amen, for what they've contributed to us. Hallelujah. We need to honor them by looking at them. The church needs our elders. The church needs our elders. Hallelujah. We need them desperately. This younger generation, you need these elders. And you need to honor them today, starting right over here. Whatever you want to say, amen, ever how you want to thank them, hug their neck, shake their hand, look them in the eye, and thank them for all that they've ever done, amen, for giving you a word of encouragement and advising you. Come on, let's go. Hallelujah. Who wants to start the, start the lines? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go. Praise God. Let's go. Let's, hallelujah. We want to, we want to. Amen. Show our elders some respect today. Hallelujah. We want to show them, amen, some honor here today. Hallelujah. We want to be grateful. Hallelujah. Thankful for, amen, those that have gray hair in their head. That gray hair don't represent anything but wisdom if they're serving God. They're living for God. Hallelujah. Amen. My wife has gotten more compliments about her hair after it turned gray than she ever did before it turned gray. Hallelujah. She's always being complimented. Hallelujah. About her hair. Amen. Come on, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's, let's make a little trip around. Brother Barfield, sit down right here. Brother, sister, y'all, y'all, y'all. You may be, you may have to stand here just a little bit. Brother Barfield, you come and hallelujah. Come sit right here, Brother Bob. Get this chair up here. Hallelujah. I am so glad you came. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you for giving to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's hug somebody's neck. Let's tell them that we love them. Let's make our elders know, hallelujah, we need them. We need them. We need them. We need them. The foundation. Hallelujah. We wouldn't be here without the foundation that they laid for us. We wouldn't be here today without, amen, they are doing their thing. Hallelujah. Amen. In their youth. Hallelujah. Serving God in their younger years. Serving God. Hallelujah. Giving their heart to God. Blazing a trail. Giving us an example. Needing examples, hallelujah. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. This may take a minute, that's all right. Hallelujah. If you got to go, we understand. Hallelujah. But we certainly higher praise tabernacle. This pastor, higher praise tabernacle, this congregation, hallelujah. Amen. We are so grateful for the elders that are in our church here today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am alive. God, in Jesus' name. Think about how you I have lived. Am alive. God, how you have lived. That God. was changed. 
Today, we are honoring our elders. We want them to know, hallelujah, what they mean to us. We want them to know, hallelujah, how much we appreciate them, hallelujah. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
your sacrifices, your fastings, your prayers, your commitment, your giving, your faithfulness to God has not went unnoticed. sharing what you really feel. Amen. I hope you're sharing what you really feel. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. 
sacrifices. Forgiving to the Lord. Thank you.